Welcome to Drunk on Comics, podcast number 220. Woo! That's a big one. I feel like that's like, we should celebrate. We, we did on this episode, it's I would true. say. Okay. <laughs> uh, so what did we talk about today, Linz? Uh We talked about the awesome graphic novel that I read called Angel Catbird. Which was chuck full of cat facts. Yes. Cat facts galore. I can't wait for you guys to hear everything I had to say about it. Uh, but we also discussed Warner Brothers and the upcoming villain in the Batman movie and just all kinds of random some Mario games. Um, Scott randomly showed up and said nothing. That was pretty fun. He just gave a thumbs up. He's maintaining <laughs> stoicism. And, you know, the science and vodka. Lots of science on vodka. And how maybe, you know, you could drink more of it now. So. Yeah, without doing damage to your yeah. body as much. So, yeah. Learn, listen and learn. All kinds of all kinds of good stuff in this podcast. Yes, and Linz also paired a great liquor drink with the comic book Glitter Bomb from by Jim Zub. Yes. Yes. Zub 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 Zub. Zub. <laughs> Zub Zub. So everybody, sit back, sit back, sit back, grab a delicious beverage of choice, and enjoy Drunk on Comics podcast number two hundred and twenty. Get facts. Wow. used to be called blue movies i don't know it's it was it i feel like if you talk to your grandma or grandpa about porn stag films <laughs> oh yeah stag films the nudie nudie flicks nudie flicks uh the, the ladies might call them blue blue yeah. movies though but anyway so it's national it's today as of recording is national free, free porn day porn day which so, i saw on cnn which i thought was very strange weird Thanks, CNN, for telling me, your website telling me it's free porn day. So, most porn that's free is, uh, it's because people share it on the internet. Yes. It's not like, are they giving porn away somewhere? Apparently, how it works is a lot of the pay sites are just giving away, like, all you have to do is, you don't have to put a credit card in or anything today, you just have, like, email and make a password, and free porn for the day. You can explore all of their paid content for free. Oh, I feel bad for our listeners, they're getting this after it's already done. (laughs) Oh, they know. (laughs) That's true. All our listeners knew this. I don't know how I didn't know this. I don't either. I, I feel thought like I it usually was... have my finger right on that pulse. Right on the pulse of porn. <laughs> yes. You are a porn connoisseur. <laughs> Where's Kevin when we when we need to talk about porn comics and free right? porn? Right. Totally should have called Kevin. That yeah. Would be perfect. Oh. Yeah. Well. Some good stuff. Yeah. But free na- porn. And... Yesterday was National Beer Lovers Day. Not to be confused with National Beer Drinkers Day or National Beer Day. National Every day is beer day in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Beer Lovers Day. So, did you drink beer on National Beer Lovers Day? Uh, I'm trying to think. Yes, I had a beer. I was going to say blasphemy. I made sure I had a beer. I had <laughs> a beer and it wasn't intentional. I just made tacos and it seemed like something that would go with mm. them. And then I got righteous heartburn, which is why the thumbs are right here. <laughs> I was up at one in the morning sitting here going, oh, tacos. you. <laughs> What a drag yeah. it is getting old. Well, that's why you're supposed to drink beer with them. There's, that's supposed to stop the... I, it didn't. The, no? What kind, of, what kind of beer did you drink I with your I had tacos? a 
a New Glarus spotted cow that I smuggled over from Wisconsin when I was I there a couple know weeks what kind, ago. I don't know what kind of beer is that. It's like a Belgian whitish oh. cream ale. It's light. It's really light, but it's delicious. With with tacos, you need like like a Corona type beer. I did not have a Corona. Mexican lager. There was that. I could have had a vanilla chai stout, which seemed oh, like the tacos? worst combo with tacos. Ew. Or um, there's Ugh. a three-year-old Leinenkugels <laughs> like uh, Berry Weiss in there. And oh, three years old? It's been aged. It's, not to perfection. It's not beer anymore. It's liquor. Yeah, or it's point. just god-awful <laughs> fermented juice. Those aren't good to start with, so no. let it sit for three days. That's just pure gut rot. It's I, like a Smirnoff now, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it, uh, did you ever drink Zimas? No, uh, I am not old like... Oh, I'm old, but not as old You're not as, as you old are. As that. Zimas, okay, Zimas Didn't they were, apparently taste like bathwater? Yeah, they were the most disgusting things on the planet. Most people... I was too young, even when they, when they were out. I was, like, right at that age where you know about alcohol, but mm-hmm. you don't even think about starting to drink it yet yeah but people would put jolly ranchers in them and let them sit that makes sense to make it kind of like what you do sometimes with like vodka to infuse it with flavor yeah like jolly ranchers or fruit or something yeah but it was it was it was i don't know why i thought about that but it was (laughs) i remember people always saying bath zima was bath water yeah i know when i turned 21 i was stupid and we drank like random flavored smirnoff ices which were Insta stomach turners. Yeah. Like, you could have two of those and you would hate your life. Because one, you'd have heartburn from all the sugar yes. and all the nastiness in there. And two, you just want to yak because yeah. it's so sweet. Well, you can't you can pound them either because they're ultra carbonated. So yeah. if you drink them too fast, you'll just projectile vomit. Do you remember around, like, 2009 when there was the whole bros icing bros where you'd hide Smirnoff ices in random places and if someone found one and you didn't have one to block it, you would sit down on one knee and shame chug the Smirnoff? No, but I'm not a bro. So. My friends did this for a summer and it was the worst. I bet. Because there were so many. I chugged a 22-ounce green apple one that had been sitting in the sun for... Oh. Probably three hours, and I almost died that day, but... That sounds awful. You boys uh, are weird. Girls don't do that The worst part was, that game, we stopped playing it after that summer, and then about a year later, I opened a drawer at my friend's house, and there was one in there that we'd forgotten about, (laughs) and he goes... shut the door. No, he goes, oh! (laughs) And then I had to get down on one knee and chug a pineapple Smirnoff ice that had been sitting for a year. Ugh, pineapple. It was, yeah, pineapple's horrible. Anyways. Warm yeah. pineapple that was in a drawer. Fuck, that sucks. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes, I it was am... <laughs> awful. I put one on like my friend's windshield wiper one time and all sorts of stuff. We hid one in a grill. I mean, yeah, it was the worst. Yeah. I one time taped one to my back like die hard. <laughs> <laughs> so that when you turned around, they would find no, it? No, so that if someone tried to ice me, I oh. had a blocker, so they had to chug their own in shame. I So if you had one and they... and Okay, so... Re-explain this game to me. So if you found one... If someone hid one and you... If someone, like, hid one or placed it somewhere and you, like, it appeared to you and you didn't have one of your own to counter the Smirnoff Ice, you had to chug that Smirnoff Ice on one knee in shame while your friends ridiculed you. But if you found it and you had one... You could block it. And and either they had to to chug it or you would just counter each other out. And it would cancel. Yes. Typically you made the other person chug it, though, because it was that high-risk, high-reward thing. Yeah. But then, yeah, because if they chugged it, then they'd be vulnerable because they lost their Smirnoff. Right, so. okay. I guess that kind of makes sense. Weird. It, it, was, <laughs> a weird, just it weird. was a weird game, but <laughs> there were so many funny things that happened and a lot of vomiting. Yeah, oh, it sounds like it. Um, my senior year of high school, we went to Michigan Adventure for our senior trip because we were from northern Michigan, and Michigan Adventure seemed so exotic. <laughs> 
so far away. Because it was. Um, but we camped over All the way to northern Muskegon. <laughs> well, land, you know. When land of opportunity. When you're in the tip of the mitt, Muskegon's a raging metropolis. <laughs> I can believe that. What city did you live in? Helston? I don't even know where that yeah, is. Yeah, there's an airport there. Is it's that like, like near like Charlevoix? It's centrally stuff? located between Petoskey and Mackinac. That place is a nice area. Yeah, it's, there. I mean, you know, it's whatever. But <laughs> we are... Uh, anti-Pelston it's now? A, uh, um, we, we camped and one of my best friends in high school uh, <laughs> thought it would be cool of her to chug a bunch of uh, Wine coolers, essentially, they weren't even smearing off ices. Like they were Bartles straight and up James's wine or coolers. Hideous? Yeah. Cool. So she chugged a bunch, not thinking that you know carbonation doesn't agree with what goes down automatically yeah. comes up. So we're, that much we're sitting there playing cards with a bunch of people from our class, and she just <laughs> projectile vomits directly across the table, all over the people sitting across from her, like something out of a movie it was like exorcist style without the head yes spinning. it was it was straight up like i went it was just straight out of her mouth there was no like it didn't go down like i don't even think she got any honor that's impressive like it was just straight across the table all on the people across the table probably one of the best things i've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> as long as you're not a sympathy puker that would have been right. hilarious yeah no i think at that point it's like because most of the time, puke makes me throw up because of the smell of it. Yeah, because it's But disgusting. when it's wine coolers, it just smells like wine coolers. Yeah, yeah, probably a lot of sugary <laughs> yeah. and not too much in there, so. Yeah, when it's so instantaneous, but Great. anyway. Well, <laughs> now that we've talked about free porn, liquor, terrible drinking games. Vomiting. We really got the drunk part of drunken yeah. comics taken this care is, of today. Yeah, it's a good way to start a show, Yeah. Right? So we're once again recording from Studio B because yes. Studio A is in shambles. Oh my god, why hasn't Tony posted these pictures these, on our Facebook page? You really need to be on the Facebook or the Twitter. Tony's ghetto-ass shelving for all of his comics and all of his nerdy man-child shit just gave out and wiped out the whole studio. So we're, we're trying to rebuild. So. Yes, yeah, so we're in Studio B. Plus Tony had something better to do. Maybe he was cleaning the studio. I don't know. I doubt I it. Think I think he's out of town. He's, yeah, he's out of town but, or something. So, so we're back in Studio just us today, but it always works more fun that way. So. <laughs> well, it is cooler in here. I do have the fan running, which is a nice, uh, nice airflow, and I, I turn the air it. down. So I actually turn the air conditioning on, unlike oh. Tony's death palace. Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna fix that, but <laughs> we need to. Oh uh, so I have a super awesome book to talk about. Okay. I, I I treated myself to a graphic novel yesterday. Oh snap! Yeah, I know. Fourteen ninety nine, which isn't actually too bad. That's not terrible. No. For a graphic novel, but it's by Margaret Atwood. Do you know who Margaret Atwood is? Not really. She's a writer. She's super old. She's been around for a while. She did The Handmaid's Tale. I know nothing of Handmaid's this. Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's. I Some think it's girl Handmaid's books. Tale. No, actually, it's a really awesome, like futuristic dystopian book. Oh, okay. Like, she's a sci-fi writer, and oh, she's also cool. a poet. Why do I not know this? Because I, I love sci-fi. I don't know. She, she came out with a book earlier in the 2000s called Oryx and Crake, also another futuristic sci-fi-ish type novel. Okay. You would actually probably really Probably, because I love pretty books. much anything sci-fi-ish, yes. so. And I think a lot of people get thrown off because it is her, like, her most famous book is called The Handmaid's Tale, so you're like, this yeah, sounds doesn't, like a... If I'm looking in, like, the sci-fi section, yeah. and I see something called The Handmaid's Tale, or, like, Spaceship Battle 7, I'm probably gonna pick up Spaceship Battle right. 7, because... But Handmaid's Tale is better. <laughs> probably. I, I have no doubts, because I will just read some cheesy, like, pulp sci-fi book. Yeah. 
So, okay. So she decided, now that she's on in her years and she can pretty much do whatever the hell she wants. Not that she hasn't been doing that for a while now, but she decided to do a comic book. Cool. Graphic novel called... It's a good medium. Angel Catbird. Which is the greatest title I've it ever It is. Heard. It is. And it literally, it it's about a guy who becomes a catbird. Like, the title says it all. And there's an intro, she wrote a huge intro to this book, which is really interesting to read, but she loves cats so much. Almost to the point, well, not even almost, throughout this book, there's little, like, hints from, like, because she's from Canada, so, like, there's this... Catnada? Catnada. She's, uh... So there's, like, these little, little tips on how to keep your cat safe. And stuff like that. So she is a crazy cat lady. She is. is. She can't. She doesn't have cats right now because she's old and she's afraid she's gonna trip on one of them. She actually wrote that at the beginning. That's awesome. (laughs) So this is like her love letter to the cats she cannot have. Pretty much. Okay. So, but she started. I would assume is like the Humane Society of Canada. I I think it's called something else because it's Canadian and Humane Society is American. America. Uh, American thing. But there's so they. With this organization, they created a website called catsandbirds.ca. And uh, so it really just gives you little tips on don't like don't let your cats play outside because cars are the number one killers of cats and the bird population is declining because cats are the number one killers of birds and all kinds of Yeah, stuff. apparently uh, house cats and like cats in general are like the number one contributor to small animal extinctions. Yeah throughout the world yeah. like they're responsible for more extinct species than i think we are which is which is impressive well here so here's a little here's a little a little cat fact blurb canada's 10 million pet cats which is a lot of cats america has more apparently i read somewhere else in this uh caused an estimated 80 million bird deaths each year so every cat kills at least eight birds my cat, my cat just kills mice and then vomits them <laughs> my cat doesn't move at all (laughs) my cat doesn't really either but when he sees a mouse he's like alpha predator it's insane because he's so lazy most of the time right the cats are natural hunters normally he just licks them to death like and i think they have a heart attack but he ate one (laughs) when we were on vacation and he puked up a mouse head and it was disgusting and i had to clean it up so oh cat fact for you i'm so glad i ate dinner yeah you're welcome i just had ice cream (laughs) um but this really has a style of, like, the, the writing and everything is very golden age. So it's kind of cheesy. Well, I would expect a book called <laughs> Angel Catbird. It's got, it's it's kind of cheesy, but it's also, like, she doesn't mess around. Like, there's this, so, okay. So he is, like, a scientist, and he gets hired by an organization to finish a serum that will help you splice animal DNA into human DNA to help cure diseases. Okay. But really, the guy that runs this organization is a half rat, and he wants to change all his little rat pets into half rats, half people. Okay. So, <laughs> so, he, so he's, cre- he, he's helping finish this serum, and he figures it out, and he goes to take it to work, and he gets hit by a car. Oh, no. And... The horror. Well... It's nefarious. He gets nefariously hit by a car because oh, it was man. on. It was on purpose. But so the serum gets on him. He trans. His cat 
also in the road, gets hit by a car, dies. There was a bird at the same time. So the cat and the bird and the serum and his body, and he turns into a cat bird. Angel. Person. Um, so, yeah, he's a cat. He's a half cat person with wings. This is insane. And talons. Ooh. And it moves like this is like in the first. It moves so quickly. That's like in the first five pages. Okay. Of the book, it you really just, jump right into it, things. It happens huh? so fast, and he meets this girl. She ends up being a half cat, naturally. Like apparently, there's just people out there who are half like shapeshifter types. Okay. Um, and there's this whole like club of half cats that she invites him to, and they end up enemies with their boss, who's the half rat who wants to take over the world. <laughs> This is insane. It is. It sounds insane, and it is very kooky and very Golden Age comics. But I loved it because it was, I mean, because it was so kooky, I think. Like, you just don't, you don't see shit like that anymore. Half cat. I don't think I've ever seen anything like (laughs) Angel Cat Bird. So I, this is volume one. She's doing at least one more. I don't know if she plans on doing a whole series of them. But well, she is very old, apparently. I she well yes she is super old. It doesn't say how old she is, but she's she's up there in years. She was born in like the thirties. Oh, she's old. Yeah. So um, the art on this book was done by a man named Johnny Christmas. She's age seventy six. Oh, Google. yeah. Good job Googling. Thank you. Um, Johnny Christmas, never heard of. New guy that's on the scene. And then the colors are done by Tamara Bonvillain. Bonvillain? Bonvillain. Bonvillain. I don't know how you say that last name. That looks like Bonvillain. That's exactly how it's... Christmas Bonvillain. I I feel like it's probably not pronounced that way. It's probably French, like Bonvillain. Bonvillain. Probably. So Probably. we're gonna we're gonna say it's French and say. Well, it's Canada. It's very possible. <laughs> That's it's true. French. I don't know if they're from Canada. She's definitely from Canada. Um, Margaret Atwood is, but I don't know if everyone else is because she's never. It was one of those things where like she wanted to do a comic book, so she met someone on Twitter who then hooked her up with. She's never met any of these people, which okay. you can do now in comic books. Hey, right? yeah. Uh, what should we call it? Uh, Bob Sally was talking about. Yeah. Like, never met like his letter or whatever. Right. And- Perfectly fine. Yeah. The, well, it was, was it the um, the guy who did Superhuman Resources, I think, yeah. was talking about the same thing, mm-hmm. where he had people who lived in... Like, had just met them at some con, yeah. Completely different countries. Go Ken, who was yeah. also a really fun interview. Yes, so. yes. So, all right. I guess the, the short story is, if you like cats... Birds. Birds. Cat birds. Angel cat birds. Angel cat birds. Half cats. Half rats. And you want cat facts in your comic. Margaret Atwood... Golden Age comics, then pick up Angel Catford. <laughs> I just want to read the cat facts. <laughs> They're really good. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay some some knowledge on our on our listeners. Let me see if I can find a good one here. Mm, there are a lot of cat facts in there. There, are, it's literally like like every other page every, has yeah. a cat fact. Yeah, and it's funny. Well, like so, there's this one scene where he wakes up the next day. He does this little cat stretch. Okay. He thinks he had a nightmare. He didn't. He doesn't realize that he actually is a catbird Angel catbird? Yes, angel catbird. <laughs> so, he, you know, he goes to have his breakfast and he drinks coffee. And coffee is poisonous to cats. If cats drink coffee, they will die mm-hmm. almost immediately. 
So he spits it out. So there's the little tie into the fact down at the bottom where it talks about all the different foods that are poisonous to cats, like chocolate and coffee and apparently onions and garlic and all that stuff. My cat likes toilet water. Tomato. Yeah, that's... I think that's okay. There's no bleach in there. I think all cats... It's so cold. Toilet water is so cold. It's also the the water source you're supposed to use if there's ever some like fallout or anything. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be your clean water. Yeah. So and and keep those toilet bowls clean. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And if you go away for a long time and leave your cat at home, leave the toilet seat up so they yeah. can have some water. Yeah. I went into the bathroom today and I was like, wow, the water level is kind of low. And I went, oh, the cat. That's what it <laughs> Just was. Just drink the water. Yeah, he does. He's weird. <laughs> do you not give your cat water? No, I do all the time. He just prefers toilet water. <laughs> no. It's like a delicacy to him. I think it is bathroom water. It's probably is, fresher. Is colder. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that bathroom water is always yeah. out of the faucet? Is always colder mm-hmm. than the water in the rest of the house. This is a very educational episode I thus think... far. <laughs> I mean, that could be a personal opinion. I haven't proven it, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Pretty sure that you're probably right. I like I like to drink the water out of the faucet. I prefer in the bathroom. I see. I have the fridge with the water dispenser, oh. which is cool. But the ice maker stopped working on it. But I like the I like the fridge water because it's cold. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's refrigerator water. So. And I drink it out of my fancy Arctic tumbler. <laughs> it's been really fucking hot lately. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've been crushing some serious water. Uh. All right. So that's that's my review. Back back to Angel Catbird. That's why well, not back to it. That's done. I'm done. You're done with Angel Catbird. I'm done no with more, Angel no Catbird. Pick Catbird. it up. Pick it up. It's worth it. It's $14.99. Honestly, if you're never gonna get a chance to read such an acclaimed novelist, right? Such a silly, silly thing. Reading an Angel Catbird book. <laughs> right. So uh, I did read an interview. She did an interview with Chip Zdarsky. Oh, from Sex Criminals. Yeah. And they talked about something very interesting, which is. What does Superman do with his clothes when he takes them off in the phone booth to change into his Superman outfit? Maybe he just has, like, a little bag. Where's the bag? I I, I don't know. Maybe he just leaves, like, his... Usually <laughs> have, like, a briefcase or something. Maybe he just threw him in there and left it there. Left it and there? And no one stole his suit. <laughs> he just has endless suits, just Maybe his suit turns inside out into a super suit, like some crazy oh. magical thing. Or he has, like, that flash ring where his suit's inside the ring and, like, he spans right. over him. Over his clothes and yeah. just tightens so tight that you can't tell he has anything else on underneath yes. it. Yes. I'm sure you could take it. He's Superman. He is Superman. It's probably some alien technology. I'd imagine. Like, this is all, all of Krypton's greatest thing was to figure out how to hide clothing. <laughs> well, you made that We'll never need easy. a dresser again! I thought about this for, like, a whole a whole half an hour yesterday. I was like, she's right. Where does his clothes go? Also, uh, if think... he's wearing his suit under his clothes all the time, how come you can never see it? That's a good question. Like, he, he doesn't button his shirt up all the way to the neck. There was a Saturday Night Live skit about that way back in the day when The Rock was on there for, like, the first time, and it was him as Clark Kent and just being really shitty at disguising himself. <laughs> it, since everyone knew he was Superman, since his, like, suit was hanging out the sleeves and, like, his ha- shirt was half unbuttoned and his glasses kept falling off. And Oh, that sounds funny. I actually read a... They did a study that I read, and I wish I could remember the source, but uh, they have proven that... People have a harder time, like if you showed somebody a picture of you, and then somebody a picture of you with glasses, like you showed those two pictures of the same person, they would have a hard time recognizing that you're the same person. I can believe that because oftentimes when I wear my glasses to work, if I don't for a while, people like customers don't recognize me, and I'm like, 
you see me like every day. Yeah. And like, hey, how are you? I'm like, oh, it's you. I'm like, yeah, I just have glasses on and they're not big. They're just small. Right. I guess it's like a face blinder it, or something. It's, something. it's change. It's crazy. So all this shit that we give Superman for that being his disguise. There's actually some science behind actually it. Actually is true. You can it's still a stupid disguise. It, it is. It is. It, I think it's more his mannerisms when he's Clark Kent. Being bumbly. Yes. But he's giant. Like, he's not like some little meek dude. He's fucking I know. jacked. Not like when Thor, was it when Thor used to switch between his uh, alter ego back when he still did that. I think that was only in the first couple runs of Thor. I can't even remember. D- Donald Blake? Something like that, yeah. yeah. He was tiny. Yeah. Tiny little lawyer, I think. And then when he was Thor. Well, Jane Foster is like a little tiny, like, cancer patient yeah, right now. And that's this turns into, like, God of Thunder Thor. So. Yeah, well, she has to or she'll die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <Aww>. sad. <laughs> All right. That's Thorable. That is Thorable. So we, we talked last week about um, how excited you are about Deathstroke. Yeah. Being the next villain. Yeah, because I like Deathstroke, even though they are just rehashing, like yes. I said. Um, but they've actually casted to what's-his-face from True Blood. Joe Man- Manginello. Manginello, Mangina. So they basically <laughs> took someone who looked like Manu Bennett, yes. but slightly larger with a beard, and made him into Slade Wilson. So yes. they basically casted a better version of who they did. I feel like I'm going to have a really hard time like getting behind him as a villain, because he is just so attractive, that I'm going to be like, I can't. Okay, do whatever you want. You're just so attractive. <laughs> I, I don't have this problem. Um, but, you know, I, I can probably understand it. I mean, you, yeah. I'm sure you're all like Magic Mike, like, whoa. Yeah, no, I did, yeah. Yeah. I had no shame in that. It was it was nice. I'll, I'll bet. <laughs> it was like the the women's striptease and showgirls. Yes. So, yes. But probably less shitty than showgirls. Yes. I don't know that I've ever seen Showgirls. Oh my god, how have you never seen Showgirls? That's the one girls? with the girl from Saved by the Bell, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a Elizabeth shit Bank, not Elizabeth, Elizabeth Berkley. Berkley. <laughs> yeah, that movie's a shit show. It's yeah. hilarious. Is that the one where they she pushes somebody down the stairs, or was that the one with Demi Moore? The... Strip, striptease or whatever? Striptease was the one that had her and Burt Reynolds. Um, I think she, she does all sorts of horrible stuff in the movie. I haven't seen it in a long yeah. time, but... It's so poorly acted, and the plot is terrible. Oh, I bet. And everything about that movie is garbage, but it's it's great in a this-is-a-piece-of-shit movie sort of way. <laughs> like, sometimes everyone has those movies that they like watching. Like, I will sometimes, if Showgirls is on, like, VH1, which is random as hell, but they show it sometimes, yeah. edited, I'm like, this is so bad I can't look away. It's like watching a train wreck. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> That was right after Saved by the Bell too. Yeah, like it? she really wanted to shake off that yeah. good girl image by just being a whore. Yeah, she really messed uh, that really, her really acting ju- career up. That, that really was, she was like, I'm going for it, <laughs> and boy did she. She went right into the gutter of no career anymore. Yeah. Never to be heard from she again. Because <laughs> that movie was a piece of shit. Oh. But, hey, whatever. Yeah. So, Lynn, did you see, this is kind of off topic, but did you see the new thing about the new vodka that's supposed to protect your liver from alcohol damage? Yes, and I'm so, like, I don't even know, I don't even know how to process this, like, mentally. Just like your liver does for this liquor. (laughs) Well. 
Like, I don't, like, so they they adjusted the... Like, the grain bill and everything yeah. in it, and there's some, like, crazy new, called NTX technology. That sounds like something that'll give you cancer in the I future. know, I know, this is totally gonna be one of those things where it's like, yeah, this is a great idea now, and then you turn into, like, some horrific mutant yeah. in the future, like, your liver grows, like... Seven extra lobes and out of your stomach. And at NTX sounds like the next hot like wrestling group. I love that it's. <laughs> I love that it's a proprietary blend of ingredients that yeah. works by shielding the liver from harmful effects of consuming alcohol. What? I know. Uh, apparently, it can reduce the negative effects of alcohol on the liver by ninety three percent. That's crazy. So if they can remove the damage that the alcohol will cause your body, then ninety three percent. But the problem is. People, I think, are going to take this as, yeah, I can drink all I want and never cause any yeah. problems. Because you're still going to be drunk. Yes. You're still going to crash into shit if you try to drive yes. your car. You're going to make terrible decisions. Yes. You're going to puke. You're probably going to want to fight someone. Yes. So if you're going to drink vodka that at least kind of is better for you, probably still should be a responsible yes. adult about it. You should. And alcohol does other negative effects to you besides just liver damage. That's just the... It is, it is a carcinogen yes. and all sorts of other horrible uh, things. It kills, brain kills brain cells, cells which yes. Yes. which is why it explains us. <laughs> yup, we're all sorts of special. Yeah, I just I'm so I just I'm so confused. Like, I know there's a drug you can take when you're like an alcoholic that keeps you from like absorbing alcohol into your mm -hmm. system so that you don't get the enjoyment of drinking alcohol and it makes you want to stop drinking at that point there's just no point to drink anymore but your body does develop dependency issues and yes. things like that yes. so uh, that's true but yeah this is called Bellion vodka um so if you want to check it out Bellion. it's apparently available in like 13 states so it's already available it is available oh um, shit it's, yeah i don't know if it's in michigan but i'm sure somewhere in, out there somewhere can pick this up and check it out i mean how, how fast do you think that this is gonna get like I don't know, because banned. you can't really... <laughs> I don't know about the ban thing, but they're also not going to put it... You can't put it on the label and say it's healthier, because there's nothing healthy right. about drinking alcohol. Yeah. So it's just one of those things that if you know about it, you know about it, I guess, and they have to be very careful in their wording. Right. But, hey, it's kind of a cool concept if it actually works. Right. I mean, I'd prefer my liver not to cirrhose and get fat yeah. and die. Yeah, I mean, I'm already I'm already planning on that being my future, so... <laughs> I can't wait to be yellow. Full of I'm gonna jaundice. look like the guy from Sin City. It's gonna be horrible. <laughs> oh. Hopefully, with less like yeah. creepiness. Yeah, that I had a negative reaction to that character. I, I think everyone that. had a negative reaction to that character. <laughs> super, super creepy. Uh, yeah. So Warner Brothers. Moving on from booze because that was really the only booze boozy related. Well, it was thing. booze news, and it's important to get that yes. in there every now and again. We're gonna move back to our our favorite studio. Warner Brothers. Oh, you dumb dumb heads. <laughs> so apparently out there, there's companies like Warner Brothers and other production companies use these, I guess, go-through companies or whatever you want to call them. Like they hire these companies. I'm sure they contract people out to do to, things. To scrub the, essentially scrub the internet and look for like illegal download sites. Mm -hmm. And stuff like that. And report those to Google so that Google will remove them off. Do like DMCA. Yeah. Yes. So apparently, recently, this company that uh, Warner Brother uses called Bobile, which is a weird name, 
Blackberry company, but um, there's only so many names out there. Yeah, I guess I don't mobile. I don't understand. Anyway, um, submitted to Google that uh, the Warner Brothers website was uh, copyright infringing <laughs> on Warner Brothers. Also, Amazon and uh, like Netflix, like legitimate movie streaming sites. They submitted all of these to Google saying these all need to be taken down for copyright infringement. How do you copyright infringe yourself and a company that you've contracted to sell your products and show your movies? I, 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 I this company, <laughs> whoever's working for this company is just a mental colossus. Yeah. Like, you deserve to be slapped for being this stupid. Like, yeah, Google's going to take down fucking Amazon. Right. I, I feel like uh, Warner Brothers is having a hard enough time. They're, they're not selling their shit right now, anyway. Maybe if they stop being stupid and put out <laughs> good DC movies, yeah. and good properties, That's it wouldn't true. be a problem. Batman vs Superman. <laughs> Supposedly, though, this this companies like this use like a program that just Maybe they should have a less shitty program. So, well, yes, I agree because there should be like a check somewhere in there that says the Warner Brothers website isn't a copyright infringement for Warner Brothers. Yeah. Because it's... Anyway. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's so that's, just that's, dumb. That's fun. So, know. thanks. <laughs> thanks, Warner Brothers, for being pieces of shit again. Um, and then on to uh, the Nintendo's next mobile game. Oh, yeah. Nintendo is always really, really big into fitness. Yes. So, this is kind of right on par with them because Miyamoto is always like Mr. Fitness Guru with like Wii Fit and the balance board and... Which is just so weird to me that like... Pokemon Go. I mean, I, I mean, get it. I guess if you're gonna run a video game company, make, at least try and make it healthier. Yeah? Is I mean, that... there's a, let's be honest. The, the typical video game demographic is a bunch of lazy pieces of shit. Yes. <laughs> so... Well, they're so addictive. They are. I know. I'm <laughs> just as guilty as any of you because it makes me a lazy piece of shit, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, so, Super Mario Run. Yep. It's what? a running game. With Mario. I, yes. So, I, but what does that mean? Does that mean you run? I imagine you run Or is and it like do, a side running game? I have to imagine that this is, because I only kind of glanced over it. I have to imagine this is, going by Nintendo's track record, this is a running game that you probably run around, collect Mario coins and stuff. Maybe you have to jump and jump on Goombas or hmm. something of that nature. That seems like something that Nintendo would do that way, though. So Yeah, I could maybe get behind running more if there was some Mario involved. Hey, Intruder Scott, how are you? Come join us, stranger, who I do not know. This is now, Scott. Now that Scott. We're, it's Scotty K. Scotty K, yeah. <laughs> Scotty K has never graced us on this, but we are he is coming over to watch football, so we he is now part of the podcast, whether he likes it or not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about Nintendo making a uh, Mario game where you run and it's coming out with the iPhone seven. What do you mean run? You have to well, I assume it's probably like a running game where it you have to go out and physically exercise involving Mario. Either that or it's one of those just side scrolling running game. Could be that, but that doesn't seem like their style. Maybe jump. maybe it's side-scrolling and you're the person doing the running to do the side-scrolling crap. Oh. I seems... don't know. That seems pretty crazy. Let's <laughs> see if I can find some more deets on this shit. Uh, now I want to know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess if running powered a video game, maybe I could get behind running. I don't know. Not a runner. Are you a runner? 
<laughs> you can't. You gotta. <laughs> you can't shake your head. You actually gotta say yes on a podcast. <laughs> it's not a video one. We have faces for radio. Yeah, so all you gotta do is look at me. Yep. <laughs> no, none of us are runners. No. No, it doesn't really indoor s- kids. Doesn't really say. I know. But I guess it might not necessarily be. It's an oh, it's an endless runner. So it's like uh, what was that one game? Um. The running one with the treasures and shit. No, oh, I have um, no idea what you're talking about. Crap, yeah, about. I can't remember. Apparently, like, Subway Surfers. Yeah, but there's, like, a battle mode and stuff. Subway Surfers? Yeah, it's a game, I guess. Oh. What is that <laughs> fucking game? I cannot remember the name of it. Oh, uh, it'll come to me it's in the, in the night a, at, like, 3 a.m. Yeah. I'll sit up in bed and be like, <gasps> Not a big deal. Yeah. At all. Okay. At all. Let's... I got no other news. I mean, we can probably talk about this whole Nighthawk getting canceled thing, because that was a good comic, but this is one of those, this is why good stuff gets canceled, because no one buys it, even though it's good. And this, I think, has probably two things to blame. Um, Shitty advertising. Heard nothing about this coming out, and there was really anything in previews. Um, For Nighthawk? Yeah, I picked it up on a whim, but they sold like 35,000 copies. It's a Marvel book, yeah. Yeah, it is. He's like Marvel's, like, asshole Batman. So, oh. This is talking. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it only did yeah, under five, 15,000 copies sold by issue three. But it was like... It was super dark and brutal. And well, and I heard it was really good, too. It was very good, but no one bought it. Because right. no one knew about well, it, nobody, I think. I do, half of it is, like, pre-orders probably suck. This is, I'm sure, because, but, one, they didn't advertise it very well. Right. Like, there was really nothing in the Marvel previews for well, it. Well, and also, who's, like, who's Nighthawk? Yeah, that's also part of the problem, is no one knows who freaking right. Nighthawk is, so... Well, I think, and I feel like this probably affects people at Marvel and DC almost more, even, than, like, the indie comics. Yeah. Because people who do indie comics, like, we've had a couple people who didn't get enough pre-orders mm-hmm. from something that they put in the fucking previews magazine, yeah. and so they did a Kickstarter instead. Yep. But you can't do a Nighthawk Yeah, Marvel's not gonna do a Kickstarter. <laughs> no. That's just shame no. on them if they have to do that. Like, give us money for this great comic like that when, no like, one knows about. Like when Archie, like the Archie comic, Archie comics did that. Yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, "What the fuck? It's Archie." Yeah, you guys have money. Yeah, we know you have money. You've been around for fifty plus years. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think the solution to this is fixing the previews magazine? That and. I don't even know about that, but there's so much ability on, like, social media and everything to get news out there. Be like, maybe they should... I'm sure they have money to advertise some of this smaller stuff. Right. I bet you if they would have put any back in it and given people previews on, like, a couple pages, they would have been like, oh, this looks pretty cool. I want to pick this up. Yeah. But when you hear zero about anything, no one's going to want to pre-order it or go pick it up. Like, you pretty much had to request your comic shop to get it. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they didn't push it. I, I mean, again, with, with indie comics, if something's really good the media will pick up on it. Yes. But there was no media pickup on this. No. So. And and I think that's a hindrance of him being I mean, a bigger... A good creative team only goes so far yeah. in these situations. Your name can be like, I'm sure, like, I mean, Greg Capullo and things, Scott Snyder are probably exceptions, but... Yeah. Uh, Frank Hayvon. Yeah. Right? Anybody that, when you say their name, you're like, oh. I'm buying that book. <laughs> but I'm sure that some of the, like, I guess, like, the tier two names that you don't necessarily, you probably know them, but don't, right. like, recognize, that's not necessarily going to be a good selling point that's going to make people run out and buy 500,000 copies of something. No. No, and they can't, if they work for Marvel, they can't really advertise for themselves. They shouldn't have nope, to. they shouldn't have to. They have the giant media empire that is Disney behind them. Yeah. 
Well, I, I mean, I guess the same thing goes for D. Like, I was... And this probably was affected from Rebirth and not because the sales were shitty. But the only DC book I was reading was Black Canary. And it was punky and amazing and I loved it. And then it just stopped. Yep, that was Rebirth. Did yeah. you read Birds of Prey? No. Is she in that? Yes. But is it the same creative team that was on? I don't know. Is she in a band? I don't uh, yeah, I think so. She was? Okay. I don't remember. I read the first issue. Oh. And it was just the Rebirth one, so it didn't really... Black Canary from the one I was reading, then I'm down. Yeah, you should probably check it out. She was cool, but... It's it's, it's Huntress, uh, Batgirl, and Black Canary. Well, yeah, I know who the birds yeah, are. Yeah, I know. But... That's, that's a very traditional lineup yes. for the Birds of Prey. But Batgirl, like Barbara Gordon Batgirl, yeah. like pre... She's back to having pre... legs. She, yeah? Yeah, she can walk again. Is that is that a side effect of the rebirth, or does No, that was before. Happen? I forget. Some, no. Something happened, and she was miraculously she walking un- again. Un- she got unbroken. Unbroken? Yeah. No more Oracle. There's a different Oracle. Really? Yeah, uh, but the, that's part of what like, the series is. I'm trying to figure out who the new Oracle taking over and doing stuff oh. is, since she's not crippled anymore. Oh. Now I'm all interested. Yeah, see? <laughs> Good job. Sold see? a copy. You should sell. <laughs> I should sell for DC <laughs> you and Marvel. You should sell comics. <laughs> you could probably get a job up at the comic signal if you asked, you know? Oh, I know I could, but <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. You make, you make that bank money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have like I want to go in like an hour after work and be like, "Hey guys, I'm out." I mean, I could work like Sundays or something if they were open, but no. oh, the comic signal. Yeah, yeah. Really, the only reason to work at a comic book store at our age is to pay for our comics. Oh, yeah, I get the discount on comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I can't <laughs> handle an extra job right now. I got too much going on. So, yeah. All right. Well, I think that about wraps up all our fun news. Lindsay, you have some booze in a book, I assume, because you were very excited about this I was. one. I was. Okay, so I'm going to open it because I forgot to open it ahead of time. So, oh, oh, got the sound. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Thanks, thanks Jay. <laughs> Actually, that's a, that's a... I saw Yoga Hosers. Did I talk about this no, yet? The new I don't Kevin Smith so. movie, Yoga Hosers? Was it horrible? No, it was awesome. I loved it. I don't believe it. <laughs> Razzies? Yes, they were great. I really did like Isn't it. Is Ralph Garman in that? Yes, Ralph Garman is in it. He does all of his impressions. That's good. It's pretty great. Um, but at, at one point, because, you know, they're clerks, the girls, mm-hmm. his Kevin Smith's daughter and Johnny, Johnny Depp's, Depp's daughter. daughter, and uh, they lock up the store to go do something, and when they come back and unlock it, people are walking in for like five minutes straight. They're like, sorry about that, just over and over and over again. Anyway. It's very Canadian. <laughs> So I For sure. find myself saying that a lot now. Okay, so anyway, booze in a book. I picked up Glitter Bomb. Just so I say that, and what 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 do you think this book is about? Preteens. No. Oh, that's not, good. No, not preteens. <laughs> it's about. I, th- I think mall prostitutes, like those thirteen-year-olds <laughs> right. that dress all hoochie and yes. smell of like stripper smells. Who wear and... the the herpes of cosmetics that yeah. is everything glitter. Yeah, everything glitter yeah. <laughs> and they walk near things and it's just dusted with pixie yes. dust. You don't want to let them in your car because you know that glitter is going to be Never going to be there and you're going to it's going to end up life. on you like <laughs> 3 weeks later there's just going to be glitter covering every orifice. Yes. It's just yeah. That's not what this book is about. That's good. Cuz I was worried. So this book is about an aging actress. In Hollywood. Oh, good. Like, she's at this point, she's, like, middle-aged. She's probably in her 40s. She's hit that point in her career where she's kind of aging out of the getting the good roles, and she doesn't have enough clout to, like, keep going, you know? 
in Hollywood as a female, if you're not a superstar by the time you hit your 40s, you're pretty much done. You're done. It, you can't all be Helen Mirren, right? Right, exactly. So it's 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 about her trying to, she's like going to like castings and stuff like that. But really, so the second page of this book is, here, I'll show you, since you've never, uh, what do you, what do you think? Put a pre-hat makeup in there. <laughs> she's putting her tongue through the back of his head, like literally. Oh! Through the back of his head. Yeah. That looks like something out of the strain. It's, yeah, actually, the art in this book is a, is a little less gory than that. I guess I was going to say, it's a lot like that. It's not. Now that I think about it, the strain is disturbing and... And awesome. And awesome and disgusting. But, so, it starts with that. She's at a meeting with her agent. Boom. She puts her tongue through the back of his head. It flashes back to when she was at a casting call. Some young teen actress calls her... On the couch. (laughs) Yeah. Calls her old. She leaves. She goes to the beach. She gets possessed by something out of the water. Demon, I'm assuming. Water demons. That's, that's, uh... That's how she can put her tongue through the back of people's heads. Oh, God. That, that's terrifying. <laughs> it does look like she's got, like, an octopus in her head. Yeah. It's like she's like an in, like a praying man. Like She's, she's like a, a crustacean yeah, face. A little bit. A little bit. So it's it's a horror. That took a turn. Dark Hollywood horror comic. Essentially. At its, so I'm pairing this today <laughs> with a vodka cranberry. Because, in my mind, this is what aging has been actresses drink at the bar. Because it it gets you drunk and it helps with the UTIs. That you get from fucking random strangers. (laughs) Trying to get roles. Yeah. Not not to hate against our friend Tara Reid. She's not really our friend. I I picture, this is what I picture Tara Reid drinking every night at the bar. Dude, Tara Reid was drinking anything she could get hands on at the bar. She was a mess. She had, she had So, pick up Glitter Bomb. It's by um, a bunch of people who I've never heard of before. Jim Zub, I think, actually probably does a bunch of comics that I've just never he read. He does. Um, yeah. I think he did Wayward. I think so. Um, I'm trying yeah. to remember, because he was at C2E2, I want to say. Um, the line art is Jabril. I want to say is how you pronounce that name. Morissette Fan, and the colors by K. Michael Russell. I think it's Jabril. So, Jabril? Yeah. Yeah. That it starts with a D and a J. I think you'd kind of mush those two together. Jim Zub is from Canada. Oh. I knew. Cool. He's from Toronto. That's why Jay is always about Jim Zub. Oh. Jay loves Jim Zub. I knew that name seemed really familiar. I have to ask him if he read this book. I but I want to get. I, I, so, you know, pick it up. You know. Drink a vodka cranberry, get drunk, feel shame. Spend some time <laughs> on the casting couch. Giggity. Uh, but shout out to the cover of this book because yeah. it's amazing. And, uh, it's got that cool watercolors. This look. was the, the, the cover was done by Jabril as well, and it is just terrifying looking. So. Yeah. But I'm excited to see what happens. I love that they called it Glitter Bomb. I want to find out why. Because it doesn't really... You don't really... I'm sure look him up with it eventually. I don't know. But anyway, that's it. That's Booze in a Book. Awesome. Well, anybody, since we didn't prepare anything, have any great last words? Scott, you got anything? No. <laughs> that's a good last word. All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Go sports team. What are you guys watching tonight? Football tonight. What? Uh, no, well, no it's shit. Panthers-Broncos. Uh, oh. Rematch of the Super Bowl from last year. Yeah. 
Is that why you're watching it? Are you it's guys... the first game of the season. Oh. Just because the NFL another, kicks off tonight. Just because yeah. it's the first. Do you, Plus, are, you fan, are you a fan of either one of these teams? Eh, we yeah. just like fantasy football. We have we have oh, vested interest we have because we are playing sports D and D. Sports D and D. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I gotta get my stat lines correct. Go yeah. sports ball. Sports be ball. Aggressive. B e aggressive. B e a g g r e s s i v e. Sorry. Is that a cheer? Yes. I use a cheerleader. Okay. Well, stay thirsty for that horrible cheer. 